The revolution will not be televised. The revolution is here. Okay, that's it. Here we go. Um, hi, I'm uh, Kenny Stevenson. Welcome to the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. Um, before we start the show, I do want to apologize for being off for a couple of weeks, but I was at a wedding last weekend, so that happens sometimes. Yeah, people get married all the time. People get married. Um, my guest this week is uh, a fellow Santa Margarita High School alumnus. Uh, Pat Keen, say hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Ken. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So, um, uh, we went to the same high school, but also, um, um, and there was no also there. What? Uh, <laughs> the intros are my strong suit. No, this okay. is okay. This is once we get past this, it gets a lot smoother. Um, so you have a lot of shows coming up. I'd like to plug the shows at the beginning. Oh, you do. Why don't, okay. you, why don't you tell the people about it? Uh, well, what you're doing. Uh, He's a stand-up. I'm sorry, stand-up. Yeah. Pat Keen. Very funny. Been on the late late show with Craig Ferguson. Yeah, been on the late late show a couple times with him. What else? Uh, a couple times. Yeah, a couple times. Trying to get. What was uh, what was the most recent time? Uh, the most recent time was uh, about a year ago. I did it with. Mm-hmm. I was with. It was Samuel L. Jackson and myself. So what? It was quite a disparity. <laughs> really? In the guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you were like Samuel L. Jackson was the other guest. On he the was show. the other guest that night. And uh, normally it's like it's normally a, a late night talk show has two guests and then a band or two guests and, and then, then a then comic. A comic. Yeah. yeah. And comics are, are becoming less and less frequent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night, Samuel Jackson is such a big draw that he was the main guy for that mm-hmm. night. So when I showed up, I said, oh, who else doing the show? And they're like, oh, tonight it's just you and Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and just the range, I mean, like the amount of people that are so much more famous. You know, I know, like the six degrees between oh, yeah. you and Samuel Jackson. You're talking A-list and you're talking not even on the Z-list. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I haven't so. even done the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Yeah. Well, What was Samuel Jackson like? Uh, really nice guy. You know, he, uh, he, they did a great interview because what was it? Craig Ferguson asked him how many times, how many people have you killed in your movies? Have you ever counted how many people you've killed? Had he actually counted? And he didn't, he didn't oh. know. He didn't know, but he did know how many times he had died. And like Samuel Jackson, he said from the mid eighties to about, it took about 15 years of film before he was finally playing a character in a movie where he wasn't killed. <laughs> and uh, that's when he knew he made it. Let's just say it because he's black. Because he's um, black. Yep. That's but he was. That's, that's that's my laugh right there. That's your laugh. The spot. The spike. Yeah, in the the waveform. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you've been on Craig Ferguson. What other shows? Can we let's talk about your resume first? Yeah, I did. Uh, other television or and or film credits are worth mentioning. And or film. Uh, Live at Gotham on Comedy Central. Oh yeah, I love that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. That was last uh, October. I was able to perform on that. Were you, did you actually? Were you in New York for that? Yeah, they flew us back to New York. That's and awesome. Was, uh, our show was great because it was we had Eliza Schlesinger and Bobby Lee on ours, who mm-hmm. were already kind of names in the comedy yeah. world. So it was mm-hmm. a nice, it was a nice lead-in. Is that what what club in New York is that? Uh, it's called Gotham. It's on Twenty Second Street, and uh, I think Twenty Second Eighth Ave. I think I used to live there, but I don't remember going there. Anywho, yeah. So let's talk about what you're currently doing. You have a show coming yeah. up. Is it to, tonight or tomorrow night? It's uh, or I'm way off. It's Just Wednesday. It it's uh, <laughs> it'll be the uh, the 27th. It'll be January 27th at the Joint mm-hmm. on Pico here in LA. Love it. And uh, it'll be good. It's got uh, Eddie Pepitone, Nick Thune, Matt Dwyer, Quinn Dale, Dan Satchoff. and it'll be good. Those are good comics. Is this your show? I'm partially booking it, and then some of uh, two of my other friends that don't do stand up, which which is great, really, because you've got Kind of an outside perspective. Uh, so what are they? You book. These guys are, they, are these guys comics? Are they no, they're they? not comics. They work. Uh, they work in television, 
And uh, one of them did comedy for a short time. Okay. Uh, but they worked in television, and I kind of just run some names by them, show them clips, and they're like, yeah, this person, this person. This really? Person. So it's kind of a collaborative thing. That's awesome. And it takes the uh, pressure off me because absolutely when comics are like, you got to put me up, man, this, that, this. I say, hey, I'll give your stuff to the guys. And that is, because when I did my brief five-month tour with my um, show that I booked, um, all kinds of random people, like, just kind of, oh. like, you don't even, I don't even know you. Off the street, and it's like, yeah. and it's like I know you're a comic, and I know you are, like, I, I know your name, but I personally have never seen you do comedy, and, like, just because you asked me to be my friend on Facebook doesn't right. mean we're actually <laughs> right, friends. Right, right, right. So it's like, yeah, it's nice to be able just to go, like, oh, yeah, sure, let me just pass you on, give me something to see, and then we'll maybe do it. Like, that. Yeah. that's awesome. What other art form, you know, like... If if you like you're a sketch guy or, or mm-hmm. an actor or, or a musician, you can't just show up and say, Oh, can you put my band on sometimes? Yeah, how awesome play. would that be? Yeah. Just show up on set and go like, I'm sorry, Mr. Tarantino, I don't mean to bother you, but can you can you I'm an actor, can right. you get me in here? <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> the audacity, it's it's unbelievable. Fucking assholes. Okay, so now that's my cussing. Yep. So now we're five minutes in. Now we can actually maybe talk sports, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's get off the Fantastic. Let's crap. well whatever, everyone so come to, go to that show on Wednesday. Anyway. Um, so you are, uh, not necessarily from Southern California, but you went to high school. When did you move from the Midwest? I moved in junior high from the Midwest. What part of the Midwest? Uh, Southern Michigan. I was born in Toledo. We lived in, which is in the Ohio-Michigan border. Oh, I know where Toledo is. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're... The Golden Rockets or something? They are the Rockets, yeah. Toledo is? Yeah, the Rockets, yeah. Yeah, oh, they just hired Notre Dame's coach, uh, the offensive coordinator. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Bob Tenuta. That's not right. That might not be right, but... And you're listening to Judy? No, 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 no. <laughs> whatsoever. Different ones. I have no fact checking on this show, too. So <laughs> if I say something, I could very easily be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you're from, it's born in Toledo, lived in born Michigan. Born lived in Michigan. So uh, moved out here to Orange County. Where you went to Rancho Santa Margarita High School. Where I went to Rancho Santa Margarita. SMCHS, the pride of the South Orange County. South Orange County, white, very white, middle upper So are you, where do your sports allegiances lie? I'll tell you, I'm a mess because born in Toledo, (laughs) we're only like 45, half hour from Detroit, 45 minutes, half hour. Okay. So it was all Detroit teams. Really? Yeah. But people from Detroit would be like, oh man, you're from Ohio. But we were three hours from Cleveland. We were like five hours from Cincy. And I think at that point, as I got to say, that's probably the worst dilemma as a sports fan. Where you're like, do I follow... The shitty teams in Cleveland right, or right. the shitty teams in Detroit. What, <laughs> where was, do I go here? That was it. Yeah. And then we moved out here, and it was a mess. Like Growing up in Orange County, we, there were the Angels, there were the Lakers, mm-hmm. there were the Dodgers. Now I've lived in L.A. almost 10 years, so I'm kind of... The Dodgers are kind of the only thing I can get into here. Really? Yeah, I just... I could live out here for a thousand years and I can't get into the Lakers. I don't know what it is. Oh, God. Because it would be so easy because they're so good. It, it be, is very easy. Yeah. As a Laker fan, I can say, but I'm from here. So right. I can I can say, and we, as anyone listens to the five people who listen to this podcast every week, right? Um, they know I talk about the Lakers on the show often. However, so are you a Pistons fan? Like, like what? Yeah. Like, if you yeah. were like, say, like, if I were to ask you right now, like, what? Are, who are your teams? I, what I would, would they be? say, uh, I would say all the Detroit teams and, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Dodgers. Really? Yeah, just because uh, being here long enough, my brother worked for the Dodgers. For he a lot did. Of Dennis, and so mm-hmm. we went to a lot of free games. And uh, I like their history. I like their old teams. Lasorda's still around. Lasorda is still around. He's got to be, he's 400 years old. Right, he is. He, he is still wants to coach, too. I remember a couple of years ago, he wanted to coach the Olympic team. Did he really? Yes. It was the same thing that Roger Clemens was supposed to pitch for him or something, but then, they, then the team didn't even qualify for the Olympics. 
Uh, I do. No, I, no, you're saying that. I do remember that. Isn't that so funny that yeah. you can't, like, America, we can't where even, we started? We started oh, in the, baseball. Well, don't get me started with baseball, but I will get started with baseball. But then it's supposed to be America's pastime, and, we're and America didn't even qualify yeah. for the Olympics. <laughs> it's a a yeah. game that started in America is now, and even, like, the World Baseball Classic, we finished, like, third or fourth again. Jesus, don't go with my fact yeah. checking at all, but no. I think we might have even finished out of the top three. Like it was like Japan, Korea, and the, I gotta assume the Dominican Republic. In the American pastime. In the American pastime, yes. Are we better at anything than something that was invented in another? Like, are we better? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I wonder if we make better green tea than the Japanese or something <laughs> like that. You know, that's the equivalent. Like, we make better pizza. That we make better pizza than the Italians. Yeah, maybe right. Well, the Italians they don't put cheese or meat on it. I believe. Yeah, then we make better pizza. That's all there is to that. Awesome, yeah. fantastic. So you're actually the second Detroit fan I've had on the show. Wow, okay. Do you know Cole Stratton? No, I don't. He runs the SF Sketchfest. He's oh, a big... Oh, I saw the fest. Is that going on big, right now? Right now, as I we think speak. So, yeah. As we so. speak, there are literally going to be people going on stage in like, what time is it? 5.25 p.m. in like yeah. two or three hours? We're going to be up on stage. Well, that'll be fun. I was asked to go. Couldn't go. Why not? Just because you have obligations here. You got I'm re- getting married. Big, big in a, show, I'm getting like married it. in two months. Oh, okay. <laughs> and... That's a big one. When you you're kind of take... paying for that kind of stuff, it's hard to kind of just go up to San Francisco for a weekend and... You know, do shows and get really drunk and have a really great time. Yeah. And <laughs> well, once you're you got two months, that means your window, your weekends are they're literally numbered. They suck. Yeah. The, the weekends, as for the most part, are terrible. And just in terms of because I work during the week, this is a, this is all fascinating stuff yeah. for everyone to listen to. But um, I, I work during the week full time. Yeah. And so the weekends are usually now like set for stuff like you know wedding stuff or you know planning or. This and that, because like by the time you get home at like six, which you're working for like nine hours, it's just like I don't feel like, you know, making the programs. And and is it is it mostly the wife or the fiance that drives that, and then you're just kind of no 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 no. And you're very active. You're taking an active role. Oh yeah, I'm not okay. one of these guys who's like, um, just tell me where to show up. Right. Because it's like I figure like I'm paying for part of this. Right. right <laughs> so it's right, like, right. it's my place. it's my wedding too. So I'd like to anyway. Yeah. We'll save it for my wedding podcast. Okay, so you are you're a Detroit fan who right. like the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers. So do the, you do you, do you watch your teams religiously? Like the let's say for instance the Detroit Lions. Right. Did you follow the Lions this season? Yes, they uh, I think they either won two or three. Last year was the infamous year where they won one zero. They won two this year. They won two this year. They doubled their wins. Double their wins from And this year. morale is higher, I think, that Swartz guy. And that new quarterback looks like a tough competitor. Matthew Stafford yeah. does. Yeah. He very much does look like a good competitor. And coincidentally, same high school as Bobby Lane in Texas. Who? who? Bobby Lane, who quarterbacked the Lions back in the 50s, which is the last time they were any good. He and Bobby Lane went to the same high school. And they won two or three championships, I think, with him at the helm back in the 50s. And but the Lions haven't. That's half a century since they've won. <laughs> I, I looked this up. And here, I know you're not a, a stats guy. I'm a stat guy. I just, I, 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 fact I, I will just, yeah, exactly. It's I'm not a fact checker. I, like fact just, checker. I love to spat out numbers, but they could very easily be totally wrong. This is a fact. The Michigan Panthers, who were the USFL football team. For, oh, yes. In, in the three-year existence. I love the USFL. I think they had Anthony Carter. Uh, the Michigan Panthers won more playoff games in the last 25 years than the Detroit Lions have. Isn't that incre- in their three-year existence? How pathetic is that? They were good, though. Wasn't the Michigan yeah. team, didn't they play for the title, the USFL title? Yeah, times? they did. They did. I just watched. Did you see that ESPN special they did on uh, the USFL? With Donald Trump and that the crew. That was awesome. That was really well done. That yeah. was very well done. We had the LA Express. I was, remember my... 
uh, Steve Young was Steve Young was our guy. Yeah. And uh, I had my my dad had this like I remember him wearing it. I don't know why because we were already Ram season ticket holders yeah. at the time. And um, but he came home one day with this this like this L.A. Express like satin jacket. Mm. And it was like I'm pretty sure he had season tickets, and it was like that was like his like you could not touch that jacket. Right. I don't know why. I remember like being older, wanting to wear it. Right. When I was like in high school, I'd just be like, Dad, can I wear your LA Express jacket? And he was just like, No. And he never wore a it. Father. Just, it just sat <laughs> in the closet. That's not never, an older brother. That's a father. That's a father. Yeah. He just never touched it. It just sat. It's he's like, I'm like, Why can't he? He's like, It'll be worse up in someday. Yeah. Someday the USFL fan is gonna be like, God damn, I want that LA Express jacket. Jesus. That will be. That's uh that's the thing too, is is I was kind of I liked the Raiders when they were here in LA. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I kinda liked the Rams Gosh. too. And then both of them left the same year. And the Raiders are all Thugville now. And they're in They just place. announced we got breaking news here on the Knuckle Sandwich podcast. Tom Cable will be returning as coach oh, next God, year. That's unbelievable. That's just that's fitting. Anytime they, they they come at a crossroads where it's very easy for them to make the right decision. <laughs> It's the opposite. It's unbelievable. It's the opposite of what's right every time. Every t- you know what's funny about them too is I love the fact that they were interviewing people this week. Yeah, I love that he brought in like all the you know Jim Fossil who will, that guy will take any job. The yeah. guy wants to be a head coach so bad. He was the head coach of the Las Vegas Locomotives from was the, he really of the UFL? Yeah, recently like this this since, past season. Oh god, it was actually that league actually had it was their coaching staff was actually good. It was yeah. him, uh, Jim Hazlitt. Uh, Dennis Green and wow. Ted Cottrell. Those were the four, the four coaches for the four team United Football League. Wow, those are actually yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, Ted Cottrell. Right? Yeah, but I love that I love that Al Davis interviewed guys while you still have a coach. Like interview guys for a job that doesn't really exist. Yeah, 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 like, can yeah, you imagine yeah, that yeah. happening like in the real world? Right, you're like, going on. Yeah, yeah, like interviewing for a job and the guys like sitting right there. Right, like oh, what job are you interviewing for? Oh, head account executive. Oh, that's that's my job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's or dating, you know. Yeah, like you've got the girlfriend or the boyfriend, and you're still going out, and it's like yeah, you're involved right now. Like, <laughs> break it off first. This My girlfriend, she's in Santa Barbara right now. She did tell me before she leave that I'm allowed to bring a hooker home. So, oh really? Oh. I don't know if that was serious or not, but we'll okay, see. Well, then we're gonna cut this show short. She's then, <laughs> we, uh... he's in comedy too. Yeah, right there. See, look, Raiders coach Tom Cable to return. Even so, their coach is like violent. Like even their coach is <laughs> under. Investigation for hitting for that guy. His, his assistant coach. Yeah, that's a joke. It's not like he went up to like hit a fan or a player. He turned to somebody on his own staff who and he like them. trusts to do something. He just hits them in the face or the where, face. I don't know where. But I the Raiders to me. They're a joke, and, and and it's it's they them and the Cowboys to me. At least the Cowboys played football this year, but those two are uh, soap operas. They're, they're they so are, and I'll so tell you what was so funny about the, uh, not funny, but I guess kind of actually kind of cool about the Cowboys is yeah. like for whatever reason, like they were like this big drama thing at the beginning of the season and everyone just thought Wade Phillips was going to get fired. No one kind of paid attention to him for a yeah. little bit. And then all of a sudden they like started playing well, like really well. And yeah. then they like won games in December and like Tony Romo was like playing really good. And then, you know, take away that, the, the you know, the loss last weekend, they actually were like playing well. So it's like kind of surprising, but you know. No matter how no matter how good the Cowboys are, they'll never be like the Raiders. I just feel like right. <laughs> if, you, right. if for the two people who read my blog every day, um, I have a huge viewership mm-hmm. with my blog. No, I believe it. Two to three hits a day. Um, we get spikes every now and again. Mm-hmm. Podcast will spike it. If I do a new podcast, we'll get like 30 people. Right. Um, anyway, um, I often talk about the Raiders being like the stupidest team. Yeah, I mean, I lived up in the Bay Area for a while. And, 
Really? I, I went to a few games. I lived in San Francisco, worked in Oakland. What were you doing in San Francisco? I was... Uh, is this after high school? This is just after college. I got a job in the shipping business. Where'd you go to college? Monta- Carroll College in Hollywood. Oh, that's right. You yeah. went to Carroll out with... Um, we're going to get all this... Yeah. Andy Sulek Andy went out Sulek there? and Travis. Did Sister, you play yeah. football out there? I was... The three of us went up to play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, they left. I stayed. But uh, in high school, in my last game, I tore ligaments in my knee. Mm-hmm. And I tried to come back from that at Carroll in Montana. Uh, but I, I just... I was ninety nine percent of the way back, but I just I didn't feel like, you know. So you actually went there to play it. football, but you never actually. I never played actually did. Football. I suited up for like one or two practices, uh, then I had to have a second surgery, and then I was just after a second surgery, I was like, no, what am I doing? Yeah, what is what division is Carol? The NAIA. They're NAIA. Yeah, NAIA Division One. So. Yeah. Oh, I know. So they have the national championships for like I think they play like. Gonzaga and Central Ohio, you know, some of these randoms. In football? I think so, yeah. Really? I don't even know if Gonzaga, I don't no, think, Gonzaga's, has a football they team. If they do, they got to be in the 1AA or what it's called, the One. football championship division. Right. Whereas right. the Division One now is called the football subdivision. Football subdivision, okay. I only know this because I went to a Division AA school. I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And we had Great school. It's a, a wonderful yeah, school. Um, I applied there, didn't get really. We got rejected, so I went had to play football in Montana. It's like <laughs> I tried to walk Siberia. on the basketball team there. Did you? If you can believe that? Yeah, did not go well. Uh, did the second year, not the first year. Anyway, um, so you played. You actually almost played football in college. Yeah, almost. We were talking about the Raiders. Mm-hmm. You were up. You were up in the Bay Area. Went to a couple games. Went to a couple games, and it was just, uh, you know, at the time. No, it was just before Gruden, I guess, when I was up there. I don't know who was coaching then before Gruden. Before Gruden? I don't know. What's his face? The, the O-line guy who came back for one year? Oh, yeah, yeah, What's yeah. It was yeah, Art Shell. Art, Art Shell. Yeah. And they were just... God bless him. He came yeah. back for one year. He came back for one year. Yeah, and they, <laughs> it's just a coaching. joke. It's it's like, who's in charge? You don't, you don't Nobody Al knows, Davis and you got Al Davis, who's so detached. And, and any of those. And you see a lot of... Whether it's the comedy store or whether it's a, whether it's a sports organization, when it's an older person that's just... That won't let go. That can't let go. And they're so, their finger is not on the pulse of what football is or what comedy is. Why did you say the comedy story? Because it's a similar situation going on over there. Really? With Mitzi, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Mitzi, I thought Polly pretty much, I, we're talking no, about Polly Shore, yeah. for those of you guys who don't yeah. know. I thought Polly actually basically runs it now. No, I don't think, that's that's not a guy that's running anything. Right? Well, no, I mean, yeah. but I mean how I much mean, was the she running on it, though? But no, she's... She was uh, hands-on for a long time, and she still rules with an iron fist over there. Really? But having said that, uh, it is the uh, the inmates running the asylum over there. It's it's mayhem. I've I did a sh- I used to do like, God, like almost God, they're like fucking ten years now. So old, I just started crying. Um, <laughs> must have been like ten years ago. We used to do. I used to take an improv team, and we used to go and do improv at the at back end. Of like an open mic, right? And we do like improv, and I had to sit through open mics at that oh, place, God, and it's brutal. just it's awful. That's brutal. Yeah, it is really brutal. Yeah, sitting through just... regular shows there is tough sometimes. Really, uh, let alone the open mics. Yeah, my manager has a client there that she she's always telling me. I tell her that I'm like I keep saying I might go back and do stand up, right? And she keeps telling me to go do the comedy store. I'm always like I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's good training ground. Those because those rooms are so they can be so I don't rough. Know if I need like that anyway, that's we'll talk yeah. about that off yeah. off air. Yeah. So the thing I love about the Raiders, if we can just keep yeah. talking about the Raiders, is the fact that they insisted on playing Jamarcus Russell for as long as they did because they he and I talked about it all the time on my my blog. I think yeah. I used to weekly do a weekly update. 
as to how poorly he played. Oh, yeah, it's... Lowest rated quarterback like like in the league. And he, he they still I guarantee you they're gonna press for him to play this next year. Yeah, and they will they will win less than eight games this this next it's year. It's fantastic. It's it's, it's so unbelievable. Wonderful. And uh I don't know, there's just there's no the last thing on their mind is football. You know, it's just a weird like their fans, <laughs> even their fans, people their fans, they're not that tough. They're weekend warriors. They've got their makeup on that that they've got normal jobs. They're not that tough. Like play football. That's like to me the Ravens. That's a tough team, man. Like, oh yeah, they're bastards. Like that defense no, is oh, brutal. Absolutely. And uh, and I so I don't think the Raiders are even one of the top ten toughest teams or even organizations in sports. It's just no, they're gross. a joke. They're yeah. they're holding on to something that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, so many so many sports franchises do that. They just yeah. hold on to stuff that's not there. Like nobody's scared of you anymore. Yeah. Like the Detroit Lions and and with winning. Um, right. Yeah. Bring it back full circle. No, full circle. So full do you circle. follow? Do you follow basketball at all? Are you a Pistons fan? Yeah, they uh, they had a, a a nice run. They, they did. They had a nice run. That's my phone ringing. I don't know who the hell that could be. That is a great sound. I Halloween. should turn that off. Maybe they uh, the <laughs> the, uh, the Pistons were you know the year that they drafted Darko destroyed them because they could have had either Dwayne Wade or they could have had Countless Carmelo, others. Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh, and they Countless went with others. Darko Milosevic. Milicic. Who, I don't even know. Slobodan is he Milos- in the league? Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah. I want to yeah, say, he's, he's I want to say if he's with anywhere, he is with the New York Knicks. He's on the Knicks. I, I, I'm not positive. I could, you know, I actually have an internet here. We can, we can look You have an up. internet? I have an internet. I don't have How the, many are there? You I don't have, have the, the internet, okay. but I have an internet. You have one of them. Okay. And so we can go to NBA.com here and, you know, it, I'll, I'll edit in some music later. Yeah. and I, gotta, I probably won't. I, I, I got to say with, with regard to the Detroit teams uh, and how in the situation that that city and that state are in, it's still not as bad as, like, Cleveland. Like, Detroit, in my mm-hmm. lifetime, the, the Lions are the only ones to not right, have look at any him. success. Look how tough he looks yep. in his Knicks in uniform. Nick. I'm going to say he's probably played, like, maybe three games this season. That's unbelievable. Eight, eight games, eight two points. Yeah, that was you guys wasted that pick on him. Yeah, that was brutal. Way to go. That was brutal. Um, because that was his rookie year that they they won their championship, and then you know yeah they didn't need him to be good. They just no. they, they could they could take a guy to just plan for the future, and then now the future is now, and right. they just they have nothing now. Yeah, it's it's ugly. They uh, it's going to be a while too for them. It's going to be a while. Uh, the Tigers are right on the uh, right on the cusp. They almost made the playoffs this year. It came down to a final day against the Twins. I know. That was actually my first ever podcast. We oh, recorded. was it really? That day? Yeah, we recorded the day before the uh, the playoff game. The, the one, whatever, the, the extra game they had to play. Yeah. The Twins just have the Tigers number. They have since I was a kid. And uh, i got to say, I do not really care for the Minnesota Twins. No, I don't either. I like the I Vikings, don't. don't like the Twins. Are you like that, where you'll like one team from a city but not like the other? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, I'm from L.A., so I love everything L.A. Right. But I mean, but I will say I'm more an Angel fan than I am a Dodger fan. Sure, naturally. But like if the Dodgers like played for like the World Series title, I'd yeah. be like I would cheer for the Dodgers. That's how I am with the Angels, sure. But like, there are certain teams like I, for whatever reason, love Brett Favre. I love mm-hmm. Brett Favre. I don't care what team he plays for. Like I love. I want the Vikings to win tomorrow. Okay. Like I love. I just love Brett Favre. And there are certain other teams. I'm trying to think if there's other like. Cities that I kind of like there, but I don't. There's not because I definitely like. I'll go up to. I almost moved to the Bay Area myself. Actually, I like the Golden State Warriors, but I like loathe the Forty Niners. Okay, and loathe the New York the the the, the New York the San Francisco Giants. Right. So that's how I roll. Okay, that's how you roll. No, that's that's similar to probably a lot of people. I I couldn't stand the Cowboys, but the Mavericks. I could watch Nowitzki. 
I could watch Nowitzki yeah. too because yeah. he's the great white hope. Although, here's a great question I'd love to pose to all, not all my guests, but occasionally those who know it. <laughs> it's, not even a, it's not even a question. Yeah. I defy you to think of the last time that there was a, a legitimate American-born like, white all-star in the NBA. That's uh, It was Wally Zerbiak. That was the last American-born American white guy Jesus. to make the all-star team. Now, Steve Nash doesn't count. He's right, Canadian. Canadian. Nowitzki's German. Nowitzki's um, German. There's just... there's. There's no, I mean, Leitner was the closest thing, and he wasn't, you know, <laughs> oh, we don't even Leitner. know. I couldn't name one team of the pros that he played for. Oh, come on, he played for the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. He played for, that's where he made the All-Star team with the Hawks. He did played, he make the All-Star team one year? He did. Oh, wow. He made it a couple years, know. actually, with wow. the Hawks. Jeez, I didn't know he was that good. Um, over here, dog. I don't mind talking to my dog during the course no, of this podcast. No, 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 no should I think more podcasts need a dog. <laughs> Mascot? Yes. Uh, he played for the Hawks. He played for the Heat. Uh, he played for the Timberwolves. That's who drafted him. Okay. Um, he played Dream Team he played on the Dream Team you know my all time favorite thing about Christian Leitner was and I'll just digress for a second Christian Leitner uh, remember when Shaq first was coming into the league right they came in the same year yeah, yeah. Shaq, Shaq Alonzo Mourning yeah, and Leitner yeah. hey come here I'm yeah sorry. not Christian Leitner not Alonzo Mourning yes you yes. know where I'm going know, so yeah. he was so 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 he rapped on the Fushnikin song. Fushnikin, yeah. Because and then uh, he was number one pick Alonzo was the number was the second pick in the draft and then Leitner was third. Okay. And then you know that at one point when Shaq was in the Miami Heat, that Heat team had Christian Leitner and Alonzo Mourning. Oh my Alonzo God! Morning, Did it really? Shaq. All uh-huh. three of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. They were all in the same. That's team. a stat that I know. That's a that's a fact. No, that's a fact. Come Is here, that the Bob. year they won it all? Was that the year no, they no, beat no. the Mavericks? No. Year before. Year before. Okay. Just bet for a second. Come here, dog. Come here. That. Uh, oh jeez. No, that's 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 Just incredible. I don't know of another white guy. I mean, because basketball it's open to the world now, and it's just like. To play professional sports, you have to be so hungry. And if you're a white American, you're not that hungry to play. Like, <laughs> things, things have gone in such a way that you that don't have to work that hard in comparison to what other people have to do. It's like, oh my God, that's so funny. So that's right. We're you're the right. last. Yeah. Well, you're going to see a Native American win that award before you see another white incorrect. American. Incorrect. Incorrect. You don't think so? You think of white American well, I, And I'll tell you, this is a this yeah. is a this is a basketball relatable story. When I was a coach when I was a, in grad school, I was yeah. at Chapman at Chapman University and I was a grad assistant for the basketball team. Yeah. And one of the teams that we played, because Chapman's uh, division three independent. So they don't have a conference. So they would play like those those local division three teams like Laverne mm-hmm. and Claremont McKenna, but they would play those teams before their conference schedule. So then, like towards the end of the season, we'd have to fill it with like all these like random teams. Sure. So you got some. So we played, and this is an act. This school actually exists. Okay, it's called the American Indian College, and it's outside of Phoenix. Okay. And they feel the team. They do. And they and the coach took our team in at, at halftime and said, "Okay, guys, we've already won this game." This was before we even started the game. He said that we've already won this game because they forfeited because they're going to have some ringers. Play for them just so it can stay competitive. <laughs> so they called this guy, like two guys who played at ASU, yeah. and like two guys who played at like uh, no, some guy who played like a JC, and then like guys who are hands down like actual American Indians, yeah. the worst basketball players you've ever really? seen. Guys who barely even have any athletic ability really? at all. And that's what they have to do. They have to. They have to. They. It's. It's all Indians, and so that's why the Indians will never be. So there's never going to be one that breaks through. I mean, maybe I don't know. Remember, there was a couple of about ten. Because you've ago? seen white people play basketball. 
I've seen, believe me. And we're better than Native Americans. I've seen white All people. Right. Well, the, I think if we learn anything about through history is that white people are much better yeah. at Native Americans than a lot of these. Yeah, I would love I would love to start seeing white players break into the Native American leagues a little bit. I think I, that's okay, the last. Maybe we We've should, got a black president. Why can't we get the white? The final frontier. Yeah, right. White athletes on the reservations. In those well, I think the problem with that is, is that they already we already give them so much money through their gaming systems. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm actually, that's actually where people are going to be staying at my wedding. Is there, like, in oh, at a casino? casino. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Palo Casino. Re- Palo Resort and Casino in lovely Palo, California, just 10 miles south of Temecula. Wow. That'll be nice. That'll you be like fun. that? My dog is so fidgety right now. Hello. Okay. So let's talk now. I'd like to also hit. Okay. I know. She's putting her paw on my I arm. I can't that. see it. Um, so I like to sometimes talk about um, current uh, events, sure. headlines, if you will. Sure. Um, so we've had some breaking news go across the crawl here in the bottom. And what I want to touch on is the fact that Urban Meyer is supposedly going to coach now in spring practice. After he said he was going to take a leave of absence because he's having some medical issues and all this stuff. Yeah. But apparently that leave of absence is only going to last about a month or so. Which I think is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, what? it's a lot of hype, a lot of drama. What I mean, what did you, he came out and said he was retiring for health reasons. Yeah, and then the, the very next day. day. Maybe not. And then now, which is less than a month later, he's saying, I'll be fine for spring practice. I know. So I it's like, a joke. Do I don't go? know if it's him or us. Why are we following it so closely? You know, who hey, gives a you. shit? Why, like, <laughs> it's like well, Phil Jackson took the... One thing I do, like Phil Jackson, I love. And he's one of the few coaches out there that gives, uh, I think he gives his players, like, suggested reading. Like He, uh, he gives them books, like, every yeah. year for Christmas and yeah. stuff. So he wants full growth, full full uh, life experiences from his players and the people mm-hmm. he works with and surrounds himself with. Uh, he took that year off. Instead of just quitting basketball, he, he, he's like, I'm, he said he was going to leave. But he came back after a year, and that was nice, and now the Lakers are back on. And I think more coaches need to do that, and more organizations need to allow coaches to do that. Absolutely. I, I just, I don't, but my thing is like, like, are you listening to your doctors? Like, yeah. I, how serious was this illness that you supposedly had? You you were like, I'm sorry, hold on one second. We're not, I'll, I'll edit this out later. Oh, right, right, come okay. Here, come here. Come here, come here. You know what? I probably won't edit this. Oh, no, this so is awesome. good stuff. The dog now is going down the hall. Zoe, come here. Into the men's room, the ladies' room, I guess, and uh, and we're back. And we're back. I, I I may I probably won't edit that out. No, keep it in. I'll why, do it. Why would it you? Um, no, the thing I find hilarious with the coaches and and like with, especially with this with this Urban Meyer thing is that it's like like there's a fine line between like like you said like taking a year off is a fine line between like pushing yourself right. way too hard and I don't understand how you can go from one day being like you know what. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to take it. I don't take your time off. Like, I, his wife just must be a total pushover. I could not, my future wife, I could not imagine her letting me do that. Right. Right. What, taking the time off? No, just being like, I, 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 I probably should retire. No, I'm probably just going to. Yeah, that's too I'm big. probably just going to take a, an indefinite leave of absence. Those, yeah, ah, right. I'm probably just going to be missing for a couple months. Yeah. You, you know what? I'll do, I'll do spring practice. I'll do spring <laughs> practice. And then, and then I'll take, and then I'll take some time off. I'd like a shot at coaching that basketball team. You know what? Are they are they busy? Do they need somebody? I want to play some. I want to coach the golf team. Yeah. So that that was the breaking news today, along with the Tom Cable. Now here's something I want to touch on that has bothered me this entire week with the sports. Is with the sports. That's how I talk. Um, <laughs> um, Alan Iverson, uh-huh. 
being uh did you read hear about I didn't this? hear about this at all. I know he's in Philly. That's so the all well the all the all star balloting happened this yeah. week and I have like a huge problem with letting the public vote for all star teams. Right. Because okay. the public is stupid. They right. don't they don't vote properly. Right. And so they they luckily got it right with on the West, but they're for like up until the last week, uh Tracy McGrady was gonna be the starting uh forward on the on the on the Western team and he had played in like two games. Yeah. And, uh, and the public is just so dumb. They're just they like, just oh, think... Tracy McGrady must be having a great season. I'll yeah. vote for him. But Allen Iverson got voted onto the All-Star team. Voted on. Yeah, and he's only played in 20 games this season. Oh, my God. And I mean, are people, what, do people just see the name and they're like, eh, put it, put it on. Yes, that's what, it's so stupid. I'm so tired of, like, watching, of, of letting the public vote for the All-Star team. I think they're, I think they're, I think they're, they're idiots. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's bad. That's like Distinguished Gentleman. That's how Eddie Murphy got his, uh got elected was he just went off the name of an old dead nominee <laughs> or councilman. It took me about 30 seconds yeah, to yeah. like figure out what the fuck you were talking the, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized, oh, the like 1994 film. Right, right. Starring Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy and God, nobody else, I guess, at that point. But yeah, that's... Uh, that was right before Eddie decided to just make movies like for kids where like the main joke was farting. Right. Oh, God, he was funny, people. I know if you just picked up on Eddie Murphy in the last 10 or 15 years, yeah. there was a time when he was really He was, was really good. like it. Yeah. Like, Eddie Murphy was... He saved SNL in the early 80s. He, he absolutely like, did. Eddie he's Murphy, probably, yeah. He was the, one of the funniest people. Like, if you watch 48 Hours, oh, it's... yeah, beautiful. Beverly Hills Cop. But then even like, with Beverly Hills Cop... Trading he, Places, yeah. For whatever reason, he like, just decided that it was like, you know what, I'm not just going to be... I'm going to try to show my range. Yeah. And he started making movies like Harlem Nights. Yeah. And yeah. like Vampire in Brooklyn. I'm like, this is like the great range. And then yeah. like, his big return to comedy was like, the, the Nutty Professor. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it was just a bunch of fart jokes. Yeah. yeah like, really, this is like, this is what this is where you've taken yourself? Like, you... Eddie Murphy Raw is like probably one of the best stand-up shows yeah. ever. And he was a great stand-up, and he he was probably the best. I think the most talented person ever to come out of SNL. I really do. If you, you look across that argument, if you look across the board uh, from like stand-up comedy perspective, sketch, and uh, I mean he he, yeah. rapped, he rapped and sang and stuff, but I don't, I don't know that he was on SNL. Well, his girl likes to party all the time. Right, we know that. We definitely know that. Uh, but yeah, that is. I don't know how Iverson got on. I don't follow basketball daily, but for him to have made the all-star team, I it's I just hate it. Remember there was a couple years ago, the one I always reference is like Mike Schmidt had like retired from baseball. Yeah. And then like the next year, like he was on the all-star ballot somehow, and then he got voted onto the all-star game. And I'm like, why? I don't get it. Yeah. Like when Magic like retired yeah. and then they somehow put Magic on the ballot. I'm like, what? Like you, you shouldn't like just be allowed. To, I, I, to me, like the all-star game isn't like a... It's not a fucking like Hall of Fame game, right? Like right. you know, it's not it's like not you just a sympathy thing. You shouldn't get rewarded for like your career. It's yeah. You, there's guys who are having better seasons. <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna do lifetime achievement awards, like that's a different. Yeah, you're right. That's a different game. I don't know if people want to watch that game because it'd be like you know Shaq running up and down the court for a long period of time. Which I don't know yeah. if you've, if you've seen the Cavs play. He is, is he is he getting tired? He's just old. Yeah. He just needs. I mean. He just needs to stop playing basketball. Yeah, that's that's that would, that's, that's a big that's body for a lot of years. I mean, I like all the stuff he did for the Lakers, but I feel yeah. like ever since he left for the Lakers, to me it was like obvious. It was like when because I I used to work for the Lakers, and um, when we traded Shaq, and I can say we because I used to work there, right. but when we traded Shaq and like the outcry was just sure, oh, it was amazing. Yeah, because he was the biggest thing in LA. I mean, literally. Yeah, but he didn't want to be here, and and uh, 
Yeah, yeah Kobe like, takes a bad rap for a lot of that. Well, I mean, Kobe had his hand. I mean, they were yeah. both they were both guilty yeah. of like you know you know not willing to give up a little bit for each other. But the thing with Shaq was was that he, um, I think the Lakers knew, like that he was going to, on the way down. And I know yeah. that we the trade the, the stuff that we got back wasn't like that great right. at the time. But if we were to say, yeah, we got Lamar Odom and Karan Butler, you see that now, you'd be like, wow, that's pretty good. And then if you work it out, like Karan Butler. Got was traded for Kwame Brown, who was then traded for Pau Gasol. Mm-hmm. So you can argue that the and then the draft pick they got they used to draft Jordan Farmar. So you can argue that the trade that was actually yeah. Jordan Farmar, Pau Gasol, and Lamar Odom for Shaquille O'Neal. Right, and, and he only really missed the playoffs for one year, whereas Shaq like missed the playoffs last year for the first time. We'll make it with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right, but. it is it is pretty impressive to see the Lakers. I don't know Kobe and uh, Derek Fisher. I think are the only two, but you're looking at a couple of players that have been on two different championship teams. I mean, they were a little, you know, dynasty. They mm-hmm. won the three straight, mm-hmm. and now they're winning it again. And I think they'll win uh, one or two more in the next two, three. Years. Oh, so, I agree with you so so, so much. So it's I just interesting agree. to be a part of two different kind of two different dynasties, really, or, or two different championship runs. It's two I different guess. teams. Yeah. I mean, the way that the uh, the first team was set up, it was really just Shaq and Kobe, mm-hmm. and with a bunch of Glenn, role players, Glenn Rice, yeah. It's, it's funny to think that Glenn was part of that. Oh, that's early right. He, whatever happened to that guy? Anyway, I don't really want to think about it. It might make my head hurt. Um, I know that guy in that commercial. That's why I'm distracted. Anywho. Um. That's funny. Yeah, that is one thing about living in L.A. Is, is you can't, literally, if you've been here for a few years, any commercial break, you're going to see a, a commercial with a friend. I know that guy. Yeah. Oh, I read for this. That's yeah. always my favorite. When I, like, when I get callbacks for things, then I see the spot, and I'm like, Ooh, that was a choice they made? Really? Yeah. Oh, I want to veil for things? And then it's like, oh, you see it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, those they went are... significantly older than me. <laughs> that was the choice they went with. Somebody that doesn't even remotely look like. That's what the, I read for this thing recently, and I got a call back, and uh, I saw the spot, and the guy they cast was like 20 years older than me, which makes me think like either I was the young choice, or they just decided to go really old, and yeah. you guys are just wasting my time. Yeah. Which to their minds they don't care, but whatever. Anywho, um, so there. Let's talk about what I do on the show every every week with the NFL is still happening. Mm-hmm. Is we do the picks. We pick okay. what the we do the, the picks. So there's only two games to go over. So right. you're, you're making it like a banshee here, as opposed to having to pick the entire oh, NFL. I can't sport. imagine that workload. Yeah. Oh, it's I know it's tough. This it, late in the in the podcast is just that's too. Well, much. we got we only have to do two games. Yeah, so this will be nice. Yeah, it's really great. Okay, so let's start with the first game tomorrow, which is the uh, Indianapolis Colts versus the uh, New York Jets. Who do you like? Well, I like uh, I, I I want the Colts to win. I, I really because I want uh, I want a Favre Manning Super Bowl. Oh, I, just, I think everybody wants. I that. think the ratings absolutely would be huge. Um, who is going to win? That's tough. I think in the I think it'll be a tight game. I think for the first time the Colts will have to run the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll it'll be we're looking at at a fourteen to ten game or something like that. And it's going to be the ultimate test of a championship team for the Colts because the Jets are playing. The biggest thing with the Jets, they're playing this kind of ball at this point in the season. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're playing. I, I don't feel like you can look at their nine and seven record, right. and be like, look beyond this team because that's what the Chargers did last week. Right. And as a Charger fan, I'm still kind of sore about that loss. Yeah, I was at that game last week. You were there. It was dead quiet at the, in the fourth quarter. It was really? dead silence. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. How'd you get tickets to that game? Uh, a friend of mine just got on. Uh, some website I forgot the name of it. Um, Neither of us know. Okay, Eighth Street uh, Latinas. That's what it was. Eighth Street Latinas. 
and we had to do some shady, shifty business on Saturday night uh, to get the tickets. But we got. We you have to like there. shoot like a snuff film or something. Yeah, yeah. We, we had to. Uh, some guy ran out of there, said he had to get this footage to TJ quickly by midnight. It was weird. TJ, but uh, but it's they Tijuana, were shot. Those guys it's don't Tijuana, know yeah, for, no, which is just uh, ten minutes away there. But uh, the Jets, they're playing this kind of. I mean, if this game is played in the middle of the season, the Colts win. You know. But it's it's you got it's three different seasons. It's a long season, and it's about who's playing this kind of football at this point. So I, I have to say that I I wholeheartedly disagree with you. Really? Um, I actually yeah. I feel like I feel like the Colts are gonna are just gonna, gonna run, the, run the table they are. this week. I well I I mean I I do I feel like um, the Jets. I I I just put it this way. I if you're asking what my prediction is, right. that's my prediction. If it ends up being a close game, I'm not gonna be like totally surprised mm-hmm. because the Jets defense is playing really well. I just feel like I feel like at some point Mark Sanchez is gonna make sure. enough mistakes. Rookie. He shouldn't be a senior this year. He should be a senior. Yeah. yeah. Well technically he redshirted a year. Oh he did, okay. So, you know, whatever. Right. That was the year that he almost raped the girl. Anyway, oh, okay. um, yeah, just for just to get his timeline set. <laughs> but um, I just feel like at some point he's he's gonna have unless they limit it. Didn't he? I think he threw like fourteen times in yeah. the last game. At some point he is gonna have to produce. Yeah, and I feel like that's what I feel like that's Indianapolis has a stronger has a better defense than the Chargers do. Right. I right. feel like and and the Bengals. I feel like they'll they'll you know whatever. I hate to. I always. I hate saying this because it sounds grossly inappropriately sexually, but they're going to put eight guys in the box, mm-hmm. which I love when guys say that because it does sound really it sounds awfully. So hot. It sounds like a gangbang. Yeah, it sounds like but, what I had to do to get the charger tickets. Exactly, right. put eight guys in the box, and they're going to they're going to basically say, "Okay, beat us, throw, make, yeah. make the kid throw the ball, and yeah. see if he makes plays. If he makes plays, then it's going to be a close game. But I think he is definitely going to have to at least make a couple first downs throwing the ball as opposed to just." You know, relying on the run. That's a good point. And and, and just to add one little thing, as oh, an please. emotional factor, it's more. like this is the Colts that have been around. A lot of these guys, you know, been around, won a lot of games over the years. I I think right before the game, the coach or even the players, even though they already know this, go all right. There's no way a first year coach and a oh, rookie yeah. quarterback oh, are coming into our backyard for oh. the title. They will never say that on camera. Yeah, they won't say they that on camera. But they they are not. That defense is not. You know, there's pride at the end of the day somewhere, not not among you know no, comedians or anything. But no, our pride went like, out the yeah, second yeah, we decided yeah, to do yeah. this. But, <laughs> but as a professional athlete, yeah, you don't you're not letting a 22 year old come in and, and not in your backyard for the AFC title game. And hell's you know, no, they're gonna be they're gonna be out there at bus balls. Man up. All right, so the other game is the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints. Is oh, the Minnesota Vikings at New Orleans for the NFC title? You clearly like. I'm gonna think you you like the Vikings in this game. I do. I, I don't think the uh, I don't think the Saints have seen the Vikings defense. I think is not looked at as much because you have AP and Favre. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the big names. But the defense is really good. And Childress was a defensive guy. Defense is really good. Yeah. And I don't think the Saints have faced that many good defenses. And no. uh, I I think uh, I think the Vikes are gonna come away with a road. This team. is another one where I I really want the Vikings to win, but mm-hmm. if they do lose, I can say this again, like I would not be like surprised. But then again, I guess you could. That's kind of a dumb thing for me to say because right. I guess when there's only four teams left. Like nothing's gonna be a surprise. But right. I guess the Jet, <laughs> Chargers losing to the Jets was a big surprise. But um, I yeah, I actually feel like um, I think it's gonna be a, a, a good game. I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people think it's gonna be. I think a lot of people think that the, the Saints are just gonna run all mm-hmm. over them and. Throw up, you know, Drew Brees is gonna throw five touchdowns. I don't think it's gonna happen. I feel like the Saints' defense is okay, 
it's not like great, and I feel like I feel like it's gonna be a shootout. I feel like whoever's yeah. gonna score last is gonna be the one who wins the game. And I hope it's I hope it's Favre. I love Favre. I want yeah. to see him win a title. So he can thumb his nose at the Packers, or whatever. Yeah. So, so we, so let's do this then. Uh huh. I don't know if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have a podcast recorded for the Super Bowl. I hope okay. to. But so then who? So if you have the Colts and the Vikings in the Super Bowl, who's your pick to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I think the Colts, just because I think as much as I, I like both quarterbacks, I think. Uh, if things are tight, sometimes Favre has a tendency to maybe throw one too many picks, and I, and I see, I see Peyton leading the team down the field to go up maybe twenty four to twenty, mm-hmm. and then put Favre in a situation with two minutes left where he has to score a touchdown, and I see him throwing a pick late in the game to seal it for the Colts. I know that's what everybody has waited for him to do this season, but and he, he hasn't, he done, hasn't it. done it. So yeah. I, I part of me feels like at some point, I mean, everyone says like I said the same thing about. Um, Mark Sanchez. I think everyone's gonna. Everyone's kind of saying at some point Favre is gonna throw a bad mm-hmm. pick, and he hasn't done it yet. So knock on wood. Um, I I don't know. I'll wait till I actually have to make a pick on that game. Okay. Since you, yeah, since you, won't, be, you won't be my next you'll guest. You'll be back. I won't. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. So now this Never. is. Um, we like to wrap the show. We're doing making great time here. Um, I changed this. You know, for a while we're talking about GarageBand for a right. second. I had this set to like. Another setting, so I would never know how long the podcast oh, was. No. Oh my god, that's gross. But now I, so now, oh yeah, hour that's and seven great. minutes was the last one with Josh Covey. It was a good guest though. But um, now I know. Now I can look and I can get a sense of where we're going, and I can actually steer the conversation in a good way. Anywho, um, so this is what I like to do. I have two things that I want to do right before I close the show. And uh, the one thing I do, I make all my guests do, is we play a game of um, Would You Rather. Okay. So who is like. What team across any sport is like your favorite team? Period. My favorite team. Period. Um, across any sport. Any sport. Like what's just like like to me? It's like the Lakers or the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Yeah, Those that's growing up. I'd have to say that that's a bigger thing that I had growing up from the Midwest. The pro teams are one thing, but growing up in Northern Ohio, Southern Michigan, it was mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan, and Notre Dame, and like those three are within two and a half hours of each other, and that's okay. pretty huge. So I'd say growing up, it was always it was Notre Dame football was where I would take my losses the worst when they lost. It was is that like, still is that still how not it is so today? much anymore. No. What is it today? What is it today? Sports wise, mm-hmm. um, sports wise, it'd have to be I think uh, watching the Dodgers lose the the, the last okay. two NLCSs to the. All Phillies right, so let's just let's just do the Dodgers. Yeah, okay. Let's do the Dodgers. Okay, so would you rather? Yeah. The Dodgers win the World Series. Okay. Or. Could you keep a straight face for this one? <laughs> I have a new one. I had, I had no, an old. No. I used to ask people something else, but then that show got canceled, so I had to do something else. Which so would you rather the Dodgers win the World Series or be a staple on the, on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno? Uh, well, and by staple I mean like people would look at you, yeah. and be like, "Can you God, name you another are, show? You Can are you partly <laughs> responsible for yeah. Conan O'Brien losing his job." Yeah, I'll take the Dodger World Series. There we Just, go. Yeah, yeah. You know what the Just question used to be? It used to be, "Would you rather the Dodgers win or be a series regular on Hank, the new Kelsey Grammer sitcom?" Oh wow, okay. But it got canceled. It's, <laughs> it's okay. They get they get they get a little tougher as you get going here. So would Is you Becker rather coming back? I love Becker. That was no, such a Ted Dance I think has has since had tried to he had another show. On did they put because he's tried all major three networks now. Yeah, yeah and okay. the one the most recent one got canceled after like four oh, episodes. Okay. And now he's on HBO or that that got canceled too. That damages. Uh, the one with Galifianakis and Schwartzman. I don't have that. Oh, okay. I don't have HBO. They were on HBO or Showtime as as. Uh, oh, um, I know what you're talking about it. I think Bored I just to death. Bored to death. death. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if it's still on, but anyway. So question two, yeah. would you rather the Dodgers win the uh, World Series okay. or play the love interest in the Hannah Montana sequel for Miley Cyrus? 
Wow, that's pretty good. I think uh, since they've already won the first year, and I don't want them to get too big-headed, I would probably play the love interest of having... <laughs> because all the young girls that go see that show, mm-hmm. then then as that character, you're in their heads for the rest of their lives. And, and that's really what it's about. That's legendary. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever made that comment before. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I would like to be in the heads of young women. And then, you know, 18's young enough, so once they're 18, then exactly. it's a fair game. Yeah, they can start, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, she'll be 18 in about a year and a half, so oh, yeah. and we're all waiting for that. Anyway, um, so here's the third and final question. Would you rather the Dodgers win the World Series or do a buddy comedy? And by do a buddy, you have to do all the press junkets. Mm-hmm. You have to be on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno with him. <laughs> <laughs> to do everything. So it's a buddy comedy. It's, it better come out quick if, if Jay Leno is still... Well... Not, I mean, the, the Tonight yeah, Show with Jay Leto. The it's Tonight Show back with Jay Leto. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So a buddy comedy with Dane Cook. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> that's... Uh, say what I've, I've had people say yes and no to this. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, the Dodgers have that World Series. That is good. That's good press. And I think I could, with that exposure, I could take comedy and, and make other improvements to it. So I, I'll pay that price, and I'll make the buddy comedy with him. And with that money, I'll help rebuild the Dodgers, who have now lost two consecutive seasons. Yeah, and they let a lot of their players go. Yeah. And they're going to be... the fact that I think it's tragic that the fact that there is a massive divorce... Oh, yeah, because that's, that's ...because it's going to legitimately affect how much money they spend, because this guy, because uh, McCourt needs to hang on to every dollar oh, yeah, at this yeah. point. This is, it's not going to help. Okay, so now I want to try something new to end the show... Um, and uh, I'm trying to let some of my comics on the show flex some of their quick thinking stuff. So um, I don't even t- know what I'm going to call this yet. Sure. Maybe it's positive spin or I don't know. Grass is greener, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Erin Andrews. She's cute. Have you seen those naked pictures of her? No. Where, is she, where can those be found? Oh, they're, it's bad. I don't think you can even find oh. them. Some, some guy oh, yeah. was like stalking her. Oh, okay. And like got like a camera in her room and took pictures of her changing. Jeez, well, that's... Scary. And if you go on the web, you can find them. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's kind of scary. Well, anyway. anyway, she's an attractive girl, at least from what I just saw on the television. Yeah, okay. So uh, we're watching the Duke-Clemson game here now. Um, so basically the concept behind this new game I want to play is the idea that uh, hardcore fans of any team will find a positive side to every story. Sure. So if um, you know one of their players gets caught for drugs, it's right. like, oh, well, at least he's going now. And right. he'll be sober up and we'll get him back in time for... So-and-so. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a story, and I want you to play the hardcore fan from that team and try to find the positive spin on all these stories. Okay, so you ready? Sure, yes. So some of them we've touched on, okay? Uh, The fact that Urban Meyer refuses to actually take a leave of absence and may actually have some effect on his medical condition. So I'm a Florida fan, so yeah. how it's good for the Gators. How, how it's good for the Gators. Well, uh, you know, him going to this, the doctors and everything, they uh, that's going to be a good distraction for the play. Because then they'll have a chip on their shoulder. Going into every season, a team needs to have a chip on their shoulder, you know, going after that title. <laughs> and now they can say, oh, yeah, sure, we've won all these games over the last few years, but this year is really our Rocky Balboa season. We're the underdog. We had to come back because our coach had these health problems. So everybody's in our corner. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> everyone's in our corner. Yeah. All right, um, now you're a USC fan, and uh, justify the good news in Pete Carroll leaving to be a uh, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Well, well, God, you know, it's been so long since USC was at the top in football. Uh, not since Liner was a junior did we win it. So uh, we really needed a change, man. We needed a change, and this is what the uh, this is what the organization we needed some uh, some some. Uh, 
you know, social climber to come in and uh, coach our organization. He'll probably social be gone. Climber. <laughs> Someone with his own agenda uh, to come in and uh, really change things up and get us back to the national championship. All right, so now you're a Tennessee fan. Right. And uh, justify um, <laughs> hiring a, a coach at, from Louisiana Tech who barely has over a 500 record. Uh, well, this will be good because this, like Lane Kiffin was just coming through Tennessee, but this guy is going to make his mark. This is where his <laughs> seminal work is going to be done. It's going to be done in Tennessee. We've got a, a, a guy for life now, not just for one year. Uh, I'm loving this segment. Yeah, this is so good. let's do one more. Maybe we'll do two more. Um, so the Lakers have, you're a Laker fan now. The Lakers have lost both games this season to the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. and everyone thinks you're going to see the Cleveland Cavaliers for the NBA championship. If you do see the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA championship, what what makes you think you might be able to compete since you lost to them twice during the season? Uh, as a Laker, as a Laker, uh, we, as a Laker well, uh, because the postseason is a different thing, and the Cavaliers have never won a uh, a game. I think they got swept when they played. Uh, who did the Cavaliers play a few years ago for this? Oh, they played the, the San Spurs. Antonio Spurs. Spurs swept them. Uh, yeah, there's no way. Once they get in the NBA Finals, that's Laker time. You know, so we just need to get there. <laughs> And uh, it doesn't matter. The Cavs could have beat us twice this year or ten times, but once it's playoffs, it's a different season. That's that's again, that's that's Laker hour. Fantastic. Let's go. We'll end with my favorite story of the, of the sports week this week, and that is. Um, so you're a big tennis fan. You're, love it. You're yeah. a, you're a big tennis fan. You're a big Venus Williams fan. Oh, love her. Uh, the internet was a, a buzz this week saying that uh, Serena Williams. <laughs> I'm sorry, Venus Williams possibly played a match in the Australian Open without any underwear on. Wow. What's the benefits of play- what? What could that? E- what possible benefit could that even have? <laughs> well, you just uh, you know, like a swimmer shaves his legs uh, to move quicker. Tennis players and uh, various athletes need to not wear underwear to get side to side quicker. I think. Uh, what about what about chafing? Isn't that chafing? Chafing's an issue, but uh, it, chafing's an issue, but you don't have to worry about that until I guess about an hour after the match, <laughs> and then that you apply the lotion. But while you're on the court with no underwear, I know sometimes I played football without any underwear to run routes, and I'd get there a lot quicker. Oh, so there you so, go. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Did, you, did you actually know that that had happened? No, I didn't, but God, that's great. It's funny. I, I heard it on the radio a bunch of times, and I actually ran home to look at the pictures, and you, it, to me it's like you can't really tell. I yeah. can't believe that people were, but that was a big deal. People were like, she played without underwear on. Yeah, why would they care, I guess? If, I guess if I it's right in your face, then you maybe uh, have to To me, I wouldn't even care if it was that. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I digress. So, um, <laughs> we're getting, this is kind of the end of the show here. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you for being on the show, Pat. Thanks for having me. This is great to be here. Oh, well, we, maybe we'll yeah. have you back. Maybe. Plug some of your shows. Um, the Joint, this Wednesday, January 27th at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Who was it? Say it was on the bill again. Uh, Eddie, the, oh, I remember Eddie, Eddie Pepitone. You remember Eddie Pepitone, yeah. Because I love Eddie Legendary. Pepitone. Fantastic. Uh, Nick Thune. Nick Thune and uh, Dan Satchoff will be in character. Uh, Matt Dwyer, very funny, Chicago mm-hmm. guy. And then uh, Quinn Dale recently did The Tonight Show. Quinn Dale, very funny. The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien? With Conan O'Brien, yes. Yes! The short-lived, three-month. Not many comics got in there while he was there, but uh, the ones that did were great. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's, is the, what, any shows after that? or just... um, Any shows after that? Yeah, there's some after that. Take you can go to my website. Go to go to. Oh, there you go. Yeah, go to uh, citizenkeen.com. That's keen is key. Key. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have two degrees. I have a bachelor degree <laughs> and a master's degree, and I what? just said that. In what though? In what? Oh, speech what? communication <laughs> and film studies. Well, K E A N E. Just like the band from England, <laughs> Keen. 
Citizen is C I T I Z E N. Yes. You nailed it, see? Uh, I had my moments. So the, 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 you got back on the horse, though. That's, I did. That's well, what I, you learned with those two. I, that's what I learned from when my, my coach from Florida decided to try to take the year off. I learned right. <laughs> I learned that you have to get, pick yourself back up. That's uh, what I learned. No, that's it. You got anyway. It. Citizenkeen.com has all the, all the details. It's got a headshot up there. Oh, me. yeah. And uh, just wonderful stuff. It is. Um, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks for, yeah. Uh, we could do like a handshake yeah, or something. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, for camera, for um, uh, Please go to the uh, website, knucklesandwich.org, for stuff. And uh, you can download us on iTunes if you haven't done so already. And uh, thanks for listening. Say goodbye or something. See you guys. Tell your brother hello. So, I will hi, say Sean, Sean Stevenson. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sean Stevenson in the house. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.